Baruch Hashem, Mishnah Torah, Hilchus Talmud Torah, Pedek Revi. We learned in the previous chapter about how to acquire Keset Torah, how to acquire the Crown of Torah. Before that, we learned what qualities a teacher has to have and the Bechlal about the, the logistics around the classroom, but not the actual facilitation of learning in a classroom. This Pedek speaks about the actually uh, the student and the teacher the interaction, how it's supposed to work. We don't teach Torah just to anybody. It has to be only to a student who is behaving proper and his actions fit for a student. Or for a person that we, we don't know how his behavior is. We don't know that his behavior is not good. There's somebody that's going in a way that's not good. First, you have to return him to good. And you, you, you drive him, you guide him in the right way, in the straight path. And you check him to see if he is holding by it. After that, you bring him into the Beis HaMedesh and you teach him. However, the Alter Rebbe says in the that even if somebody is not holding by it, he should still teach him. The light of the Torah will bring him, will bring him back. Yeah. Whoever teaches a Talmud, a student that's not proper, is not fitting, it's as if he threw a stone to Markulis. What's, when you, what's the action? What happens when you throw a stone to Markulis? The person thinks he's going to get that Avedezara. He's going to throw the stone. He thinks he's doing a good thing. But really, that's the way they worship that Avedezara. And, and it's not good. So the same thing, he's teaching this guy who's not hogging. He thinks he's doing a great thing. But really, he's not. Like a person winds a stone in a slingshot. So uh, and it doesn't stay there for a long time. It uh, gets shot out right away. It's so to someone who gives a full covet, it doesn't last long. Ain't covered the Torah. Covered is Torah. Shenemar covered chachomim yincholu. It says a pasuk in Mishli which refers to Torah as covered. At the covered of the chachomim, which is the Torah yincholu, they will inherit. Okay, so that's talking about a student that's no good. What about a teacher that's no good? There's a person that is a great educator, but he's not going in the right way. Even though he's a very wise person, he knows a lot. And everybody needs him. He's pushed to walk encyclopedia. He knows everything. We don't learn from him. Until he does tshuva, until he becomes good. Including the Koinim, they were the teachers. And they said that you should request Torah from his mouth because why? Because he is like a Malach of Hashem. If the, the Rav, the teacher, is similar to a Malach of Hashem, then you should request Torah from his mouth. If not, you should not request from his mouth Torah. Aloha base.
Kaitsim Alamdim. How, what's this, they say, how, how do you teach? How do you set up the class? Rav Yeshib Baroyish, the teacher sits at the head. Talmidim will call from the phone of Kator and the students surround, sit in front of him, surrounded like a circle, like a crown. Kadeshi Yakum, he learned Yasiba Kasatoyde. Kator is like a crown. Kadeshi Yakum, Royim Arab. In order that all the students should be able to see the teacher's face. Because when you see the teacher's face, you get, you get the wisdom. Shaimim Dvarov, and they should all hear his words. Lo The teacher should not sit on a chair while the students sit on the floor. Either they should all sit on the ground or they should all sit on the chairs. But originally, originally, you're supposed to learn Torah standing, like we got Torah from our scene we were standing. So you're supposed to learn from, from Yira, you're supposed to learn standing. But uh, and the, the Rav would sit because he has to have more, be more messiahshus. He has to have more uh, ability to teach. He has to sit. But the Talmidim used to stand. Before the Chorban of the second base of Migdash, no So then they they made the hanhaga. They made they made the way that the, the, the classroom is that the teacher sits and the students also sit as well. The generations got weaker, they couldn't stand so much. If the teacher taught directly to the students, he spoke and they listened directly without any interpreter in the middle, so that was good. That's, that's one way of teaching. It's one method. Then, but if he was teaching with an interpreter, because he didn't, the students didn't speak his language, so then, there's different rules we have to address. Number one, where would the, this interpreter be? Where would he stand? He would stand between the teacher and the students. The, the teacher would say to the interpreter, and the interpreter would, would uh, speak to all the, would tell over to all the students what the teacher said. When they, when they would ask questions, they would ask the one who's interpreting. Who's Shail Rav? And the interpreter would ask the, the, the teacher. And the teacher would, translate, would, would answer to the translator, to the interpreter. And the interpreter would translate and answer to the students, to the ones who asked the questions. The teacher should not raise his voice louder than the voice of the one who interprets. Because the students anyway don't understand it. And the translator, the interpreter, should not raise his voice when he asks. More than he shouldn't raise his voice higher than the, t- the voice of the teacher when he asks the teacher, because he does. He's asking him directly. He doesn't have to say it loud. The one who's translating is not allowed not to deduct from any words that the teacher is saying, not to add, not to change. You know, translators, interpreters, many times don't necessarily even, sometimes if they're not so smart, they don't hop even what the person is trying to say and they translate wrong. It was, uh, it was just, even with the 
the Ebbets when she had a deposition for the Svarim case, the guy who was translating, he, he translated, they asked the Ebbets what she received, any gifts, anything she received from her grandmother, from the Ebbets and Steiner's Sora. And she answered that she only got leichter, she only got uh, candlesticks, two candlesticks. So the, the guy interpreted she got a, she got a candelabra. So, because Leichter, he translated candelabra. He didn't uh, think too much. And the Rebetzin interacted. She said, no. Candelabra is one thing with a bunch of uh, branches. I didn't get that. I got two candlesticks. Those are pro. Yes. Uh, he, he shouldn't add anything. He shouldn't change anything. Unless the one who translated was the father of the Chacham or his teacher, then he, he's able to change. Which is very unusual for the father or the teacher of the, the, of the, of the person teaching should translate for him. What happens if the teacher says to the one who's translating and he's trying to give over to his students and tell them, this is what my teacher taught me. This is what my father, my teacher, told me. So obviously the teacher did not mention the name of his father or the name of his teacher out of respect. When the interpreter says over his words to the people, He doesn't say, my father, whatever this, the, the teacher said. He says the name of the Chacham. This is what Rab so and so said. Even though the teacher didn't mention his name, because it's forbidden to call your teacher or your father with his name. Not his father, not his teacher. What happens? If a teacher taught his students and the students didn't understand. So what happens then? He's teaching. They're just not getting it. Says the Rambam, number one, The teacher should not get upset with them, shouldn't get angry at them. He should go back and repeat the halacha, whatever he's teaching them. Even if it takes many times. He has to repeat again and again. Until they understand the depth of this halacha. So that's the requirement of the teacher to repeat. As long as the student is trying, the teacher is obligated to repeat again and again until he gets it. Taught over 400 times. Pray there. Pray there 400 times. A student. Now, what's the responsibility of the student? A student should not say to his teacher. The teacher says, Yankele, you understood? He goes, Yeah. He shouldn't say, I understood. Even if he didn't understand. If he didn't understand, he should ask, even if he asks a few times. If his teacher got angry, but he screamed at him, the student should tell his teacher with all the respect, Rabbi, my teacher, it's tired of a I need to learn. And my mind is not yet fully developed. It's still, it's still not uh, big. It's still. Uh, not able to understand, so please explain it again. 
So what happens if the student is again embarrassed? He's, he's embarrassed to say, I don't understand. He's afraid maybe the other guy understood for the first time. He didn't understand yet. Very embarrassing situation. Yeah. So addresses that. The student should not be bashful. He should not be embarrassed from his friends. That day he already understood the first time or the second time. And he took him a few more tries until he understood. So he shouldn't feel bad. Why? In this Baish Midavazef, he's going to be embarrassed about this. Nimtza, what's going to happen? Nichnas midrash, klum. It's going to happen, he's going to be going every day to the base of Medrash to learn. And he's not going to learn anything because he's not going to understand. He's going to be embarrassed to say he doesn't understand. He's going what he was. For the early Chachamim said, It's someone who's embarrassed, cannot learn, and somebody that's too strict and too rigid cannot be a teacher. When is this said that the teacher has to repeat? Even many times till the student understands. When the problem, the reason why the students did not understand, because it's a very deep subject. Or because the students are not yet holding by that stage where their mind is developed enough to understand as well. It's a subject that's really above their, their level of the learning. Then he should repeat it again and again. But if the teacher realizes that they are being lazy, exactly, they're being, they're being lazy in words of Taita, like a daisy so then, therefore they didn't understand. It is a comment upon the teacher to get angry at them and to embarrass them with words, to sharpen them, to, to, to wake them up, to, to, to get them working. Regarding this, the Chachamim said, You should cast fear in the students. The students have to have a fear of their teacher, that they're going to learn. They're not going to just sit by and be lazy. Therefore, it's not proper for the teacher to act in a degrading manner of himself or be lightheaded in front of the students. Should not eat and drink with them. In order that his fear should be on them, and they should learn from him quickly. Now, when a teacher comes into the classroom, Right away, is a student allowed to right away attack the teacher? Oh, I have a question. As soon as the teacher walks in, didn't take his coat off, didn't sit down, says Ramam, no. You cannot ask the teacher a question when he comes into the Besamedish, the classroom, until he recovers from walking in, until he calms down. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a normal thing. Can't attack a person. Ain't a Talmud Shoyel Kishikonis, and a student also himself should not ask when he comes in. Until he will calm down. His question shouldn't be a question which is uh, not clear because of his uh, not being calm. Ain't Shoyel and Shnaim Ki Two students cannot ask at the same time. 
And you cannot ask a question during class from a subject that's not being discussed at that point. They're only allowed to ask something that's on subject from what the class is about. Why? In order that the teacher should not be embarrassed because you can ask him a question, you catch him off guard, you're learning one halacha, you can ask him a question that his mind is not on it and he's not going to have the, the answer to his tips and he's going to be embarrassed. The teacher, on the other hand, is allowed to trick the students with his questions to be maizim. And with his actions, even with his actions, he's allowed to do something which, which seemingly looks to be wrong to see if his students are going to pick up on it. Like he does in front of them, in order to sharpen them, them to see, to test them to see if they know what they learned. The best test when it comes to action. Maybe they don't remember. We don't have to say. We don't have to mention that a teacher is allowed to ask the students a question about something else that they're not learning about at that time to to be mizaras and to arouse their interest to to make them more to make them more excited to learn. The student should not stand when he asks a question, and the teacher should not answer when he's when he's standing. It has to be done sitting. The teacher and the student should not be on different levels, one higher, one lower, and not from behind the skenim. These are practical things because if one is higher, one is lower, one is behind. So he's not going to hear properly the answer. He's going to have to turn his head to, 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 to speak to him. Cannot ask the teacher except something that they are reading at that point. The Rama mentioned that already in the previous halacha. But there he said, the Indian. Here he's talking about more, more uh, specific. He brings that the Kassif Mishnah that that, that that we hear is talking about that even though it's still in this, that let's say discussing one detail of Hilcha Shabbos, you shouldn't ask another detail in Hilcha Shabbos. Even though it's based, it's the, it's the right Indian, it's not something that's like, like Indian, but it's not the Indian Shem Karimboy. You cannot ask, except from Yira, have to ask with respect, not be lighted. And the student should not ask from the same Indian. More than three halachas. I guess not to overwhelm the teacher. He's asking so much. Halacha ches. Now, who gets, let's say, two students want to ask a question. Who gets first? Who do we pick first? Two people asked a question. So who do you answer? If one of them asked something that's on subject and the other one asked something that's not on subject. So that's very simple. You can answer the one who's asking about the subject you're dealing with now. One's asking something that's actual, an actual something they have to know. The other one's asking only a theoretical question. We answer the one who's asking a question of actual maisa. One is asking a halacha. And one is asking a midrash. Like something from the sifra, the sifri, which is halachas, in, 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 in a form of midrash. 
So they're both similar. And it's Kakon Allah, he answered Allah, which is Allah Hapsuka. Midish Vagoda. So when one is asking Medish, no, one's asking asking an Agoda. Agoda is not even halacha, it's just uh, different ethical teachings. Med that not navigate halacha. So in this Gokum and Medish, we answer Medish. Agoda be Kawachoim, if someone asks Agoda. The other one asks Kawachoim, and it's Gokum Kawachoim, so we go to answer the one who is asking about Kawachoim. Kawachoim exeer Shava. One is asking a Kawachoim, and the other is exeer Shava. What is Kawachoim? Kawachoim exeer Shava are different types of the, from the of ways we learn from the Yudgimel Midas that we, we the Yudgimel ways of Torah. It was it was in the and Kavachem is the first one. I mean, Kavachem is when we say Madach, Moshe told the Abish to Madach, party listen, the Yidin didn't listen to me, party should listen to me, say Kavachem. And Gzayr Shabbat, when you have two, you have two halachas which we learn from, we learn one from another, because of a, a word, and the Torah says the same word, we make Gzayr Shabbat from one halacha to the other. So, but in Yidin, that, that Gzayr Shabbat, we, we don't learn a New Gzayr Shabbat. We only learn Gzayr Shabbat, which we were taught from our teachers. So if someone asks about a Kavachayim, I don't ask Gzayr Shabbat. It's Kalkim a Kavachayim. We go to speak about the Kavachayim. Because Gzayr Shabbat, he learned from his teachers. He does it. It's not done Matzmai. What happens if it there was the two people who were asking were not the same kind of people. One was a wise, a real chacham. The other one was just a talmud chacham. You answer the chacham first. You give respect to the chacham. Talmud, one was a talmud, the other one was a talmud. Go, If everyone's equal, Either they're both chachamim or tamidim chachamim or amaratzim. Shalosh neimish dehalachis. They both asked in 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 halachis. They stay chuvas. They stay sheilas. They asked about the same topic, the same same type of things. Shnei ma'isim or two actions. Hashus biyadim etagim out. And now it's up to the interpreter to give over to the teacher whoever he wants. He can choose. Halachates. Don't sleep in the base of Medish. Don't sleep in the base of Medish. Whoever dozes off, he sleeps in the base of Medish. His wisdom becomes torn into pieces. In other words, that he, he doesn't remember clearly the whole thing, he just remembers sure. parts. I agree with His wisdom, those that they sleep, they slumber, they. they to be dressed in the shrouds, in that shrouds, and in torn clothes, rags. We don't talk in Beis Hamedish. We only talk words of Torah. Even somebody that he sneezed, we don't say to him refuah. And it happens that Beis Hamedish and Beis Hamedish. Some say that this today it doesn't apply because people are not to us. They're not learning the whole entire time, and so you could say sigizant. For sure now we don't speak other idle talk in the base medish. Kedushas base on medish, chamura, mekdushas by the kinesias. The holiness of the base medish is greater than the great the, the kedusha of the base of kinesias. Base of kinesias is only tefila. Base on medish, the place where we learn Torah. What's this? 
happens to be that that that, uh, that this place here is a base on Madish and a base on Knesset. And since we give stock here also, so the base Maizm Tev, they would always speak about 770. They would always say it's based on Knesset, a base on Madish, and base Maizm Tev. That's right, that's right. Maybe the album, you have the real base on Madish, and base on Knesset, and base Maizm Tev, and Shalayim.